Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. October 16th, folks. Ah. Oh, man. How was y'all's weekend? Well, it was all right. The weather's getting a little bit better out there, and oh, man, I feel the cooler weather upon us, folks. Jay Wiggy, take out the trash! That's right, Grant Mills. Nice weather outside. Felt really good. It kind of uh, hit all of a sudden. It got my throat a little scratchy, though, so if I sound a little scratchy, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. The cold weather probably brought that in, but it feels great. I feel pretty good. Excited about this week's show. It feels like football, finally, as we're halfway through our respective seasons. Did you have a good weekend? Did you watch a lot of football? Anything uh, exciting happen? Oh, it was good, man. Went back to West Dolomite and hung out a little bit and watched some football. Man, got some whole hog going on. It was not bad. It was not bad. What about you? What was your weekend like, my friend? It was a good weekend. Had a, I, I ran a, a local 5K Saturday morning. I'm a terrible runner, by the way. God, why'd I, you do that? Oh, you got to support the local library, Grant Mills. 
uh, by running around it uh, for three miles, I suppose. I guess that's how you how you support them, and they give you a uh, a dollar medal at the end and a free donut. So for your forty dollar donation that lets you run around and get a dollar donut and a dollar medal, you support your local library. I am a terrible runner, by the way. Um, I always enjoy challenging myself, but man, God, you get a mile into it, the first mile, I'm like, man, I'm I'm cooking. I'm actually doing pretty good, and then mile number. One and a half. I'm like, Ugh. wait, how long? What? How long is that? How many miles is it? Five k is about three, a little over three miles. Three point one two, some bullshit like that. So about, yeah, just say three miles. Oh man, to the old battle axe uh, get you in to do that. Oh man, she beat me too. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, she she got a good pace though. She got her pace down, and that's the funny thing is. Uh, When I started, I ran the first, like, ran, ran the first mile. And I was like, damn, my my time's good. Looking at my Apple Watch and shit, I left her in the dust. Man, right around that two, two and a half mile mark, I'm, like, huffing and puffing. And steady pace just slowly passes me. I'm like, god damn it. So I I start off too hot. I'm like a horse race, horse racer, or the horse that, you know, they start off really good and you betting on them. And then in the back stretch, man, they just start fading. That's me. They put my ass out in the glue factory. Oh man, I should have smoked you a blunt before you start running. Oh man, I'm gonna do that next time. Just and I'll uh, call in live if they ever have a late. Well, we'll just do a day show. We're gonna do a show like on a Saturday morning at eight. I'll call in at my five k live <laughs> <laughs> as I finish in an hour with all the uh, elderly folks. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna do that show. I'm in bed at that time. Shit, that's what I should have been doing instead of doing that dumb shit. But <laughs> well, I dumb ass in bed. I don't wake up until 12 or 1 on Saturdays, man. It's been oh. pretty pretty, pretty brutal lately. It's tough when you do that on Saturdays during football season because uh, I'm the same way usually if I'm not out doing dumb shit. Um, I want to uh, I want to get up a little bit earlier to catch game day. But, man, I feel like if I get up early and watch game day or SEC Nation, I'm going to be tired later. So, usually I sleep through it. And they, they get me excited for the, the games that day. But, man, I just – I never, I never get up that early to watch the whole show. Usually, just the tail end of it. Mm, so you ran a marathon. Anything else going on? What else is going on? This is a pretty quiet weekend. Had the kids. We didn't really do anything. We, you know what? We did a little Halloween decor. Threw some pumpkins did you out. Go to the pumpkin patch. No, we did not do that. I don't, I, I don't like that shit. Is there an open bar there? <laughs> oh, there needs to be for all the dads that get drug into that shit. I saw a funny meme about that. It's like dads are like, hey, let's go to Walmart and get a couple of $5 pumpkins and carve them. And then the mom's like, no, let's go to the pumpkin patch, spend $300 on a small, I was about to say a bad word. I'm not going to say that. One. A small, out of shape, uh, shitty little pumpkins. Come home, get pictures. The kids are all irritated. And that's true. That, that's been my experience in the pumpkin patches, man. They're out of the way. Very what rural the fuck areas. Going out there? Is it pumpkin related activities? Is there a hayride? There's usually uh, a hayride, but it's usually an upcharge while you're there. So you oh, already got to look at them with the marketing on this shit. They're going to get their money. They're going to get their money. So That's what like they do. Flat entrance fee, and then you got to pay for extra shit. Yeah, I think you got to pay for extra shit. I mean, I guess they got it right, though. Think about it. If it's a one time hustle a year, um, they got to charge for everything, make that money. So they're, they're growing pumpkins all year round. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm usually on the tail end of the, 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 the it's usually a last minute plan if we go. I don't think we're going this year. Um, but it's usually after all the good pumpkins have been picked and you have the ones that the birds have been pecking. 
and they're like starting to rot and stuff and the kids are all disappointed and sad but you got to get a pumpkin but yeah I, I think you get like what is it it's like one pumpkin with admission then all the other pumpkins you got to pay like oh they give you a pumpkin okay yeah, it's charged with an emission. What the hell is the retail value of a pumpkin? Well, I guess I should know. I just bought some this weekend. A large pumpkin was like eight bucks at Lowe's, which I don't think is fair price. But yeah, then they charge you for the hayride. Then they have other little things like a petting zoo there. Oh yeah, they, they're, they're going to get their money. Everybody, everybody's into capitalism these days, even the pumpkin patch hustlers. Hmm, interesting. You know what we should do? We should get the whole squad to go to the pumpkin patch. Oh get, God, that's going to be a disaster. <laughs> we got arrested <laughs> oh man i bet some milfs out there oh i oh, guarantee it i i know i i'm never in the position to be creeping but <laughs> if i was that's the place i would go and uh on them down down at the pumpkin patch man i tell you i mean hell they're everywhere nowadays you, you know what they're trying to do they got them fall boots on those tall fall boots and then they're trying to sit on a, a, a hay bale and uh <laughs> get a picture with a kid and trying to look all bad and shit. And they're going to try to post that to social media and say something kind of like flirty, like falls finally here. Some shit, <laughs> so, something a lot, something a lot more original than falls finally here, but something, cause they, they out man hunting this cuffing season for them. Hoes. Falls already here. Little Johnny and Desiree need a daddy. Come on. Yeah. Are they ready? I got Desiree from. Wow. That's man. <laughs> that that seems <laughs> I've never met one that hasn't had a, a whole host of issues behind her. So that's a, that's oh, a good yeah. call. Desirees are, are weird. Crystals are another one that's fucking crazy. 100. Um, trying to think of another one. I don't know. I can't, I can't think of any. Uh, <laughs> Amber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Ambers. They're, they're, all, they're always like heavy drug addicts. Always. Yeah, that, that's oh, the crazy. ones that wear the uh, Oscar the Grouch pajamas. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds weird. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's the Man. ones that'll get you in trouble, though. But that's yeah, that's the ones they're they looking right now because of Thanksgiving coming up. I had a buddy, you know, and we ain't gonna say his name, but he told me that one time he's trying to break up with his girlfriend, and it was right before uh Halloween. And he's like, Man, I'm ready to break up, whatever. I can't do it. Why can't you do it? Well, we're already going to a Halloween party, and I, I can't. I was like, Okay. I was like, we'll do it after Halloween. Well, I can't do that. I was like, why can't you do it after Halloween? Well, we already committed to our grandparents for Thanksgiving. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? I was like, okay, do it after Thanksgiving. Dude, I swear, this kept going on until we got to Valentine's Day. And he's like, because they've already got commitments. I was like, do it after Thanksgiving. We got Christmas plans. Do it after Christmas. We got New Year's Eve. Do it after New Year's Eve. We already got booked for Valentine's dinner. I was like, my God, homie, I can't do anything with you. Man, I hope her pussy was the bomb diggy. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> oh, man. Who we got in the studio? What it do? What up? Hello. Hey. How are you doing, my face? Pretty good, pretty good. How's your weekend? It's all right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> okay, so what did you uh, do? I mean, baby and I, we just kind of chilled, y'all, and you know, I think I'm gonna marry you, y'all. Oh, no! God. oh, 
No! Come on, stop, stop, stop it. All right. Yeah. Don't do it, Wiss. Oh, no. the pumpkin patch. Yeah. Just go to the pumpkin patch. I'm like, we already did that, yeah. I, I knew it. it. You fucking. Oh, God. Well. <laughs> oh, hey. I was reading something. Flag football is about to be in the Olympics. Really? Flag, yeah. Yep. Why don't they just do regular football? Why do they got to do this flag football shit? I don't like that flag shit. I don't think if it's going to be in the Olympics, it'll have to be, you know. I don't know, man. That's flag football? Come on, man. Just put a real football in there, man. You, you, you're a pretty big football guy, an outdoorsy guy to some degree, I imagine. Have you played flag football before, like with the actual strap and the flags hanging off and shit? Never. I've done it like once. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's just, it's too... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it's not football. I, I can get down on some two-hand touch or something because I feel like it's more reasonable to do a two-hand touch. That's close enough to a tackle. You have to get close enough. The flags, man, you grab a flag. If you barely miss that thing, they can just keep scrambling off and stuff. I guess there's a level of <laughs> – I guess it's okay. Uh, there's a level of something to it. I don't know if I want to call it talent. <laughs> uh I don't know if I don't know how I feel about it. So, well, hey, you know what? I guess it's some type of football in the Olympics, but eh, all right. Yeah. Well, I did have sex with a girl this weekend. Oh, well, that sounds like a good introduction to the fall weekend. How'd that go? Uh, <laughs> she was so ugly. She went to a dog show and won. <laughs> what, what, too, thank you. He will chuck on the ones I was like, "Oh, good, <laughs> damn." Hey, hey, no, so bad. <laughs> what a boo! Well, man, so yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty chill weekend. Uh, whew, my burger game is pretty good. You know, yeah. I've been frying up burgers in the beef tallow grease, and that was good. But I've done so much cooking with it that it's kind of, uh, it's almost gone. So I put the rest of it into a grease container, and I figure I might buy some more and then just, like, let it chill. Because cooking with beef tallow is good. It's just like, man, it greases up your fucking stove and everything. By Oh, God, yeah. But the one thing is, you know, beef tallow is a main ingredient in a lot of cleaners, so you don't have to really... You just wipe it down, but it does get quite greasy, but it's worth it. So this weekend I went straight cast iron with the Pat Lafrida mm. ground beef blend. Mm. And this time I've been wanting to do those Oklahoma onion burgers, you know, but they got the long onions that you do on the mandolin shit, you know, and uh, I don't have one of those cutters. And also I'm lazy. So I just went to the grocery store and got some pre-diced up white onion. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna smash these into because I love onions, man. I'm a hoe for onions. I love them. They're good, good, especially sautéed onions. Mm, 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 mm. That's better mm. than pussy right there. Well, better than eating pussy anyway. For sure. Um, so I got some of those, and I and then you know pressed them into the burger. Did smash burgers, you know, and then they went light with the seasoning on the other side. Man, grilled them up. American cheese, a little lettuce, chili sauce, mayonnaise, and mustard. 
Who's done? I, I need to work on my homemade burger sauce, which is ketchup, mayonnaise, Worcestershire sauce. Damn. Um, I'm thinking I'm forgetting something, maybe. But that's good, too. I just, when it comes down to it, I have some on hand that's already done, but it's in like a, it's in a bag thing, like a little baggy thing, and out of the container is, like, once you use it, it's like, eh. So I've just been kind of just going with them because, you know, when, when you're doing a smash burger, you got to get all your shit on deck right before your grill because they grill up super fast. And, um, and yeah, so, man, that was some good shit. How do you maintain or uh, what, do you, what do you put the, uh, the, the fat in after you, uh, I guess, contain it afterward? You said you're keeping the fat, right? Yeah, so you can get one of those containers in on Amazon. It's a grease, it's a, like a grease container, and uh, okay, yeah, I just keep it in there, and you know, once you're ready to use it again, boom, has it. You, you just know, it's a scoop it out a little bit, like about a tablespoon or teaspoon, or no, and I cook with tallow. I put everything, I put everything in the in the in the cast okay. like a deep fryer. Hell vibe, yeah, you know when I'm doing and shit, then you can just reuse whatever's left in there. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, well, what you do is you cook your shit, and then the next time, you strain it, you know, I got a strainer, you strain the shit, and then either put it in the container if you're not going to use it, or put it back in the cast iron if you're going to go again, but I think I'm going to chill on the beef tallow for a while, and um, don't have a course, I don't have a fucking food quest, I was working on something, but I think it was the bacon, egg, and cheese, but I kind of got lost in the mix, and I don't know really where to go. But uh, burger's always a staple, so I felt like doing just a straight cast iron burger, which I haven't done before, and it worked out really well. Smash burgers are good. The thicker burgers I, I'm not good with because they take too long to cook, and I don't know. I just don't like a thicker burger. But those smash burgers, yeah, they, they got the crust. I, I think I'm with you on that. I, I, I like thicker burgers, but getting them done right, how, how I would tend to do them, is put the uh, preheat the oven, make it pretty hot, and then I will try to get that crust on a, a thick burger in a really hot skillet, flip them, and then uh, bake them in the oven for uh, 10 minutes or so, maybe even less than that, because I don't want them to cook like too, too through. But man, it's just so, it's, it's like making a good steak, and I've got that down, but burgers are just a little different. Uh, I, I, usually, I didn't think of putting it in the oven after. Maybe that's a new thing, but I'm just not a thick burger guy. Yeah, I, I like them. I don't like them too thick. And that's one of the reasons because if I've grilled them before and, and, and trying to grill like a thick burger, um, that's what happens. They get really hot on one side, you flip them, and then they're hot on the other, then you cut them and they're still like raw and undercooked. I'm like, eh, that's, mm -hmm. not, that's not what I'm going for here, obviously. So it does work well. Um, I think what would be a little better for me is uh, if you get one of those like roaster pans and you have the little grate in there where you can actually like put the burgers on top and then... Uh, oh yeah let, let it drip and shit i think you'll and don't get me wrong i love the fat on it but you kind of want to keep that uh i like that little char on there a little bit and uh mm. for a thick burger so yeah there's ways to do it the, the oven method definitely uh helps it's just also you know you don't want to put it in there too long and then you lose a lot of that fat but you also want to get it cooked through so i like it I, I like your food quest you sent the group a picture of that burger very very professional Man, that thing was stupid good. I used mm. a Burger Royale seasoning on it, just a light seasoning. Mm. Don't do too much. And it's pretty damn good, if I must say so myself. 
Yeah, let's go ahead and get in the phone calls. All righty. Looks like we got Cheryl in L.A. Cheryl, what's up? Welcome into the show. Hey there. This is Cheryl from Los Angeles. I was just curious if you had a young son. What career path would you steer him down? I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Have a great show, guys. Thanks, Cheryl. I don't know. <laughs> I had a young son. What career path would I send him down? I don't know. Probably something like pipe welding. They get paid, man. They get paid. Yeah. And like, uh, it's always work. So something in, in a trade, maybe. Yeah. I don't think they make under 40 an hour. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that's not too bad. And I think, uh, man, if you get into some of that shit, man, they get crazy money. Hmm. Yeah. The tra trades know. are probably the way to go. Well, yeah. what kind of did you send your young son down there, Jay Wig? I'd say the trades. I agree with you on that. If if I had one thing, and I don't have sons, I've got daughters, but I do have nephews. Uh, I, I think if I could go back and I, what I encourage them to do, because they're all at the age, I would encourage them to go to the military for a couple of years and let them pay for it. But go do the right thing. I mean, I, and I'm not a military guy, so those guys would know better than me. But go somewhere where you can focus more on an education get them to pay for a lot of your college or most of it, get the training, man, go in there and learn welding um, or, or whatever uh, it is, because learn something. It's almost like college, but they're paying for it. Um, you know, at whatever risk it may be. I don't want to speak on it. I don't know, but I've, I'm sure they can teach you how to weld. Then when you get out, you'll be making a hundred grand a year and travel the country. And if you do it right, uh, I mean, shit, you could retire at 35. Kids have tons of resources these days, but the bad thing about having too many things to do is you can make a ton of stupid decisions or you can make some really good ones. Um, so, yeah, if if everything was optimal and I had a son, could do it again, I would send them, see if they'd want to go to the military four years, uh, get an education there, let them pay for it, come out, go into a trade, and be top-notch at it. I was talking to this one welder. He said his best year was 350 grand. Oh my god! I was like, I didn't think they made that fucking good of money, dude. That's incredible. Yeah, I've got a cousin that does it, and uh, he's also a crane operator. And hey, he's a he's a great guy. He is not a book smart guy. He's not a very savvy guy. But he bought a trailer, uh, like the like a travel trailer, and bought a truck, and he travels everywhere. He'll go to the sites that need it. I mean, if it's up yeah, because they get paid like so much per hour and per diem and all kind of yeah. Stuff. And if they call him and he's union, I mean, and they, they have a they have a spot up in New York. He worked on some big buildings up there. Uh, man, he goes and he finds a place. It, he don't care where it is. If it's 50 fucking miles away and he's got to park that trailer somewhere, dude, he'll park it. He'll drive the next day. He's got his house. He's taking some cool pictures across the country, man. And again, this guy's, I, I'm not insulting him, man. He is a very rural guy, not a book smart guy, but he's probably smarter than a lot of us who think we're smarter than him. Paid off all his shit and has no, he, not married, so they don't want no kids. He just works his ass off and he's got a farm now and shit. And I, I would highly bet he has not paid shit. For, he's paid it off, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go start welding. I mean, I teach my son to be like me and be a Oh, wow, that's a bad, <laughs> bad career path, man. That's not, don't do that, people. I ain't making do no not, money. Yeah, you ain't, you broke. <laughs> oh, you shit. broke. No. That's, uh, I made some good money, my 
<laughs> oh yeah. 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 Right. <sighs> you don't know shit about playing that shit, dude. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, get involved in the trades or I don't know some kind of illicit drug dealing. Let's go ahead and go to John in Virginia. Where's his? Where's John? John, he's in Newport News, Virginia. John, welcome to the show. Well, John. All right. <laughs> now, are you an iPhone guy or a... Uh... I'm an iPhone guy. iPhone, okay. I know you hate them. Why do you like the iPhone so much? You know what? I, I didn't have a preference, really. Uh, when I first started, I was an Android guy. That was the first one I bought. I told myself I'd stay away from iPhone. And then when I started working the jobs that I've worked, um, they all went to iPhone and... Uh, it made it easier uh, because I was using that a ton for work. So I just got an iPhone just to uh, kind of just keep the consistency there. And then I like it. But, man, I, I'm the worst with phones anyways. I probably use it to 5% of what the hell it can actually do. I have, like, a few games, and I text, and I call. That's really it. Hmm. Huh. That's cool. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah. I just like Android because it's uh... – it works, it just works. And uh, iPhone, I just they they suck. My work gave me a fucking new work phone. It's a fucking iPhone. I hate that damn thing. Fucking piece of shit. I don't like the new. I I, I was very begrudgingly uh, ready to update. Did not want to. I, I like my old one with a little button on it. And I, I just I don't embrace technology probably to the fullest extent that I could. I had a joke was somebody I saw at the gas station the other day because I have nothing better to do than to talk to random strangers while I'm standing in line for Coke and chips for a football game. And uh, we were talking about technology surpassing us because somebody used the tap card and shit like that. And I didn't even realize I had a tap on my card until like six months ago. And it's kind of the same with the phones, man. I mean, they have everything in them, which I, I like the convenience of that. But at the same time, I just don't use it to its full capacity. I'm sure there's a lot cooler shit than I can do with it, but I, I use it to the bare minimum. I mean, I text, um, you know, I call on it, and really that's about it besides maybe listening to music and stuff too, but I'm sure there's a hell of a lot of other cooler things that would, it could do, but, man, I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't get too crazy, man. I just like a girl's puss on there and, you know, be texting. You got to be doing that sometimes, hell yeah. I use a rotary phone, yeah. Oh, <laughs> a right. rotary phone. I'm on you. Okay. Huh. I'm, I'm kind of old school, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Fuck all, y'all. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm listen. right now we got the uh, Dallas and looks like the Chargers are playing. Dallas is winning 17-10 to 10 right now in the fourth quarter with 7 minutes and 15 seconds to go. And it's looking like Dallas, I don't know what happened to Dallas this year, man. They are just super stupid, shitty, super shitty, man. Well, you can't really, I know, look, San Fran is a great, is a great team. So, well, that's pretty much a, a given there, but, but still, man, I mean, damn. I don't see him doing anything this year. I know we talked about this uh, kind of to to uh, whatever they say. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, shit. I don't even know what to say. 
this is just one of those games where you just put it on and it's like, man, I don't really care about this game. It's not a bad game. Chargers looks like they just scored. So it looks like they're about to tie it up. But we're early in the season and uh, I don't I don't know. These two teams just don't excite me. Yeah, Dallas's defense was my defense tonight in fantasy, and that's gonna fucking kill me with them scoring and shit. So whatever, I don't give a shit. And unless Dallas does something amazing, I'm gonna lose. Uh, I was undefeated in fantasy football, second year I've played, and I'll be five and one now. But uh, everybody got injured this week. That's the shitty thing with the fantasy football. I had James Conner at Arizona. He's on injured reserve. Uh, got a waiver for Roshan Johnson with the Chicago Bears. Guess what? He got fucking concussed and he didn't play so man i had to go down to damn dalvin cook who didn't do shit and no, jerry judy know. man who who are you in a league with uh, jack mcdougall jack mcdougall no it's not jack mcdougall uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually through my wife's work they uh okay. some dudes there do this shit and uh they've had it for a long time it's like a tradition there so uh i was lucky uh, they invited me in i guess but uh no, it's, it's, you know, they don't play for anything. I like it because it gets me a little more into NFL because I've been uh, uh, kind of never really an NFL fan. But it's more fun to watch them because you get to trade your players. You figure out, you know, who's who, what teams they are. Definitely has helped my – peaked my NFL interest a lot more. And now I can actually enjoy watching most NFL games. But, uh, yeah, it's – some people take it too seriously. I guess I do too. But that's what sucks. You start doing pretty good finally, and then all of a sudden when you start losing, you're like, yeah, motherfucker. So, whatever. Hey, man, got to take with the good with the bad and, you know. <laughs> have fun with it. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. Oh, let's go ahead and go to Jerry in uh, Knoxville. Jerry. Hey, boss. It's Jerry. Bird from Knoxville, Tennessee. You know who this is. I just want to tell you what, I hope you're ready for this weekend, boys. Because we're going to be smoking them cigars this weekend, boys, on those sideline, boys. Tennessee going to whoop the shit out of Alabama, boy. Way on out. Oh, I knew Jerry was going to call in. It is Tennessee oh, hate week. Yeah, throwing shade. You suck. They're going to get their ass whooped, man. Come on. You know, I was watching the, the thing that bothers me about Bama. It seems like they always play down to their competition. And it's been happening for years, dude. Like years, years. I don't understand. Yeah. Why do they do yeah, that? I, I agree with you on that. We've, we've talked about that on this show. They play to the level of their competition a lot. And uh, they, they I, I don't know where that comes from. Saban for a, a long time was actually pretty decent about avoiding that. I think the past couple of years he's – you know, ultimately, he's the coach. I don't know if a lot of things have changed and the teams have evened out, but this weekend was just bad coaching. I mean, I thought Alabama actually played a good game. They came out in the second half, and, and I feel like they were just trying to run the clock. I mean, they, they went three and out on three handoffs, straight up the middle, punt, and like, all right, um, you're not trying anymore. 24-6 to six is not a huge lead. Arkansas is a good team. If you go back, I would argue Arkansas is a weird thing to say, but they're definitely the best two-win team. They're probably going to be the best non-bowl eligible team this year, um, unless they have some type of resurgence at the end of the year. But, I mean, they, they've played every game super close. They played Alabama super close. They played BYU. They played uh, – who else? They had uh, three other SEC teams. They only lost by most of them by a touchdown or less. 
Um, I think LSU is one of them. Uh, LSU was. They lost to them 34-31, BYU 38-31, Texas A&M only lost by 12, Ole Miss only by a touchdown, Alabama only by a field goal. So, you know, a touchdown in most of those games, and you're looking at a uh, an undefeated Arkansas. Um, Sam Pittman's a good coach. Alabama really uh, blew what started off to be a really good game. Um, even though they went, they won. Um, you know, you can't. I, I'm with you. I, they played the level of their competition. They let them get back in it. They could have got upset at home on homecoming. And to me, that reflects more on the coaches and play calling than it did Alabama, the talent. You know, what surprised me is Florida. They're like what five and two. I didn't think they were that good. Five and two. Yeah, they're they they picked up the pace. Uh, latter half. I mean, they lost to Kentucky. I think everybody underestimated Kentucky and they started off with a loss to Utah, which I think everybody expected that. Utah has been pretty solid, but uh, they beat Tennessee. They beat Vandy, which Vandy's really not the worst Vandy team we've ever seen. Beat South Kakalaki. So, five and two, they could they could make moves. And guess what? Their next game after a bye week is Georgia on the 28th. So, Mm. And Georgia's without Brock Powers for up to mm. six weeks. So that's uh, Georgia's coming into a stretch where I have a feeling they're going to get knocked off once, if not twice. They haven't impressed me this year. They've been a good team, but they haven't been a great team. This is not the best Georgia team in the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah but it um, seems like they seem to start slow and then pump it up, uh, whereas Alabama does the opposite. But yeah. they really haven't played anybody, this Georgia team. So, no, they, the best wins Kentucky. I mean, that was 51 to 13. They smashed them, but Kentucky's still Kentucky. Vandy was close game. Uh, they, they haven't played anybody, and that's the surprising thing. They tend to stay healthy because I think they're UT Martin, Ball State, UAB, uh, Vandy, Auburn, who was terrible, and Auburn actually came pretty close to upsetting them. So now they go into a stretch with Florida. Uh, they get a Georgia gets a bye week as well this week. Florida, Missouri, who's been surprisingly good, Ole Miss, and at Tennessee, um, and at Georgia Tech, which I don't think that's an intense rivalry like it used to be. But after the bye week, they've got five pretty tough games. I, I would, I'm going to predict Georgia's going to lose one of them. Uh, yeah, that could happen. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. What about that Colorado game, man? Did you watch that one? I did I watch that sleep one. on that one, but it was good. I already knew it was going to go into like multiple overtimes, and I was like, oh, I'm going to bed. I'll just see who won in the morning. But, uh, yeah. Damn. I shifted away once uh, I think I got an ESPN message that said, uh, you know, coming back, and I was like, what the fuck? And, uh, yeah, wow. I mean, that's, you know, what they say, that was the biggest uh, blown lead in Pac-12 history. Yep. I mean, again, that goes to coaching. I mean, I, 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 you know, and, and, and there's nothing against Deion Sanders. I'm not going to give him more attention than he already has. Not knocking him, but I think people focus too much on him. Uh, it, it's a whole team and whole coach effort. It's not one person out there. So, um when you blow those types of leads, Alabama almost did it. I, I feel like you start resting on your laurels and you think that you're ahead and you are, but you you don't win the game in two quarters. You don't win in the first half. You win in the whole game. So uh, play the whole fucking game with that same intensity. Play it. Play it. Oh. 
Man, what are you are you drinking on anything tonight, my friend? I'm not tonight. I, I've been pretty good. I had a little bit of whiskey last night. I had some smoke wagon. Uh, have you ever had smoke, smoke wagon? wagon? I've never even heard of that. Yeah, real good whiskey. I think we had it in the whiskey swap last year. Uh, I think I put it in there. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I need to start marking what I do every year. But yeah, good whiskey. Had a little bit last night. This tonight, I'm good. I, I need to get to bed tonight. <laughs> well, you got a appointment in the morning there. No, I got one Wednesday, but I think I told you I've got a, a little operation I got to have Friday. Oh, right, right. What's up with yeah. your uh, operation? Yeah, I fucked up my elbow. Um, I'll keep it short. There's uh, been some, you know, I, th- I think I messed it up uh, months back, and I believe I did it. I could have been in jujitsu, but man, I, you know, I, I grew up playing sports and throwing the ball and stuff. So, right elbow, I, I'm sure I've put some. Uh, uh, intensity on there before, but yeah, when I went to did a workout recently, uh, threw my elbow as hard as I could, threw my arm as hard as I could, trying to launch a ball for a workout, and basically ripped my muscle off my elbow. Yo, uh, yeah, ripped it off the bone. So um, that's what the MRI. recovery time on that. Oh, it's not gonna be fun. Um, probably, I think it's uh, limited, but full full. Going back to the workouts I like to do, probably late January, early February. So November, December are going to be pretty quiet for me, which is good. That's probably the best time of year to be a little more chilled than normal. But, yeah, it shouldn't be bad. He's just got to go in there, apparently, and uh, stitch the muscle back to the bone, as lovely as that sounds. And then what is that, this Friday? This Friday, yeah. He said it should only take like 30 minutes. They'll put me some okay. goofy gas on and let me chill. And uh, Yeah, it should be... Uh, good it will keep me at desk duty for a while which i think that's a uh i don't know how i feel about that i can chill and i won't have as much work but man just sitting in at the computer all day at the house and god oh yeah it's kind of tough so come on by some days and we'll take some we'll drink some smoke wagon all right i'm down man (laughs) (laughs) we got taraj and um north khaki Raj. What's up, Raj? Hello, this is Raj. Hope your boys are doing well tonight. I just wanted to ask you. I'm getting fed up with these bitches and hoes. An arranged marriage is an option, but I feel maybe I should try to find them on my own. But now I am feeling maybe I should go for the arranged marriage. What are your boys thinking? She is very fine with the big booty and everything. I'm thinking I might go this way, but I still don't know. Help me, fools. I will end up and listen to your response. Have a great evening. Hmm. Thanks, Raj. You know, I don't know if you've come to the best place for help, but, you know, know, it's not working for you now, so why not? Uh, You know, I've kind of thought about this, man. Like, what if you were in the, and, like, uh, brought up in a culture that had the arranged marriage scenario, and you kind of had a choice, right? You know, I could go with this or I could just do my own thing because, you know, whatever. So, you know, got our boy Raj here, loyal listener to the show. He's in a predicament. Sounds like he's maybe a young, a semi-young man and been through all the offerings or whatever you would like to call it that modern women are... Um, and modern women are i just said the word offer i don't want to go offering again but the all the shit they have to offer fuck it and it's not uh i don't know not boating well 
So this instance, if you had the option for an arranged marriage and she was pretty hot, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a hard one for me, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Raj, did you not listen to the first part of the show? Go to the military and become a welder. <laughs> Avoid <laughs> this all. <laughs> you might be past that, you know? Oh, yeah, shit, Raj. I'm sorry. Man. In the tech sector, maybe. Yeah, he's got, oh, yeah, he's got to be. All right, 10 years too late for that advice. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I read an interesting article before on the difference in, in, in women in different cultures and, and how they act. And, you know, I'm not going to shame anybody for how they are, how they do, but man, but I'm also, you know, people need their own, make their own decisions. I mean, and if it's somebody, if you don't like the Western women or American women and that type of behavior and you find something works better in a culturally uh, or a different culture, man, and I mean, she's got a big booty and uh, I'm, I'm guessing this. Said. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can't, I mean, now wait, before you can hit it, you got to get married though. You can't just like check it out and creep first. Mm, I don't think so. All right, Raj, I want to follow up on so. that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're, you're gamble. You can look at it, but you got to gamble that she's cool otherwise and shit and she, she ain't stanky or anything. Yeah. And I think they have those dowries or something. So I'm not sure. It doesn't like, how does that go? Like I get a bunch of goats or something. I don't know. It is weird, but let's just take that out of the equation anyway um the you know it, i guess it would depend on the situation right like if you if she's hot and submissive i might have to go that route man if i'm you know you just gotta gauge you know what i'm gonna say roger i'm gonna say do it man fuck it just do it yeah i mean we, we ain't gotta worry about it so tell us how it goes i mean <laughs> give you all the bad advice and take it just tell us how it goes oh shit we were wrong i mean i, I don't disagree though man i mean I think, like I said, I think it was a Western woman and the, the thing might be worse. So you just never know. If that's what you're looking for and that's how she is. I mean, people look at it like, oh, there's something wrong with being submissive. Oh, there's something wrong. People don't like a dominant woman. Man, it's different people's taste and stuff. I know dudes that like dominant women. They like the Western women. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Even Western women, they're all different amongst them. But if you want that old traditional cultural that you're looking for wedding arranged marriage man and that's what you are you need somebody that's submissive with a big old booty i mean shit go for it and stuff I, you know what grant fuck it uh do it do it Raj. we'll, we'll attend the wedding we'll we'll, we'll we'll bring your gift how do you wrap up a goat mm. i mean goat brains are so good yeah you know that's what i've heard i've uh -huh. heard goat brains are good calf brains i heard goat was pretty good that's like a delicacy in west africa y'all <laughs> You know, with the... Oddly heard that too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I never, I don't think I've ever had goat though. Hmm. So, but I'd get down, you know, I don't know about goat brains. I feel like any thing with brains, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You're kind of walking into some amoeba shit that'll eat your head off or something like germs. Right. Yeah. Some crazy shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just know. I don't know about the, uh, about brains, man, but he's willing to try, but I'm not taking the risk of that. It's like swimming in the lake, man. There's too much stagnant germ amoeba shit that I don't like to fuck with. So, hey, you never know, but all right. Harriet in T-Town. Oh, shit. 
okay. Harriet in T-Town. Hey, Ma. This is Harriet. How y'all doing? Hey, Harriet. Hey, be tuscaloosa gives bama the edge there so and i've got a good uh, cigar jarvis beavers got me one for my uh, birthday recently and i've been saving it just for a special occasion so hopefully i think so i think bama's got the edge in that harriet we're 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 with you i want we want a selfie of you smoking that cigar girl hell yeah i got a blunt road hell yeah you always have a blunt road oh yeah uh, and Wes, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, this weekend, man, it's going to be some good college football going on, got some, some good games, so it's going to be exciting, hopefully, uh, Bama will win, because that would suck if they did not, and mm. we shall see. Right now, still 17-17, to 17, Chargers, Cowboys in the fourth, 228 left. And oh, I know we picked this game, but oh, you know what? I think I picked the Chargers actually. I can tell you in one second. We, uh, you actually picked Dallas. I picked Dallas. Oh, Wiss it. picked the Chargers. God damn it! I know we got to start betting on Wiss. <laughs> All right, you need to start. Uh, you need to start putting them bets in, Wiss. I'm like, I bet my baby new pair Looks like Dallas just went up a touchdown. I can't believe it. But I don't know. The Chargers aren't that good anyway, though. They got a weird coach. So this should be a Dallas win anyway, man. Yeah, I need Dallas's defense to do something impressive. I am losing by point three four, and they have Eckler on the Chargers. So if he makes any uh, forward momentum, and he likely is going to, then. I'm going to lose, but I'm already going to lose it anyways, likely. But I'm hoping for a miracle. Mm. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to go ahead and do a break here. All of you fuckers, go out and get your drinks and drugs, popcorn, take a shit, piss, and meet us right back here. And two shakes of a lamb's tail, folks. We'll be right back. You bastard.
Move back, baby. I did a shot of Old Forester. There you go. Woo! I'm feeling good and hot. <laughs> All right, folks. So this hour, um, we will do a vintage game review. Now, <clears throat> I know I told you guys I had the retro shooter, right? Going to hold off on reviewing it just because I want to get a good in-depth review of this bad boy be honest with you i set half of it up and then i had other shit that i had to do so i'm gonna real i want to really dig into this thing so it might be a couple of weeks just wanted to let you know but man i am excited so i want to get to shooting some fools on this so stay tuned folks it is coming but on this edition we do have a vintage game review that is coming up but right now folks let's go ahead and get into some newsy newsy news <laughs> I've been known to know some fish uh, in my day. Yeah, you're a fishmonger. I see. I, I know you get out there in the lake and uh, and whatnot, and uh, you know whatever. So I enjoy a good day on the lake. There you go. Minnesota anglers, 10 pound, 14 ounce salmon breaks a 53 year old record. By Ben Hooper. Now you can. There's YouTube on this, so check it out if you want to. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources said an, uh, said an angler on Lake Superior reeled in a 10-pound, 14-ounce coho salmon, breaking a 53-year-old state record. The department said David Chikazu was on a charter fishing trip in St. Louis County when he landed the sizable salmon, which broke a record that has stood since 1970. Chikazu said his wife, Chris Skye, was one of the first to notice his rod was moving. Quote, I quickly grabbed it and was off the off on the fight. I kept thinking to myself, am I gaining any line on this fish? Once the big once the fish broke the surface, I could tell by our captain's response that we had a big fish, end quote. The fish's record-breaking size was confirmed by weighing on a certified scale in Duluth. Quote, I am thankful for the record, but at the end of the day, I am happy to just share the joy of fishing with new friends and fellow anglers and to be on the lake with my wife. End quote. Whoa! I wonder what his wife looks like. He's kind of goofy looking, man. She can't be hot. Maybe oh. she is. I don't know, man. He's got one of those face asses. Oh, oh God. Cleft chin. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, man, he's uh, he looks like he's a bit of a, a fishmonger here, breaking some records out there with the... 10 pound 14 ounce salmon that's pretty good right that's a big ass fish yeah i said what's the biggest fish you've ever caught oh man i have not caught any huge ones i caught a big ass catfish one time it was probably probably wasn't quite 10 but probably like eight pounds maybe maybe uh not, okay. not a huge fish i usually i usually go bass fishing i love to fish for a little bluegill and brim and most of those don't go 
very big at all. But uh, I wish. I, I need to get out more. Uh, I had a buddy of ours, the truck driver, saw him catch a big-ass bass one time. Oh, yeah. He caught a massive bass. We did not have a scale with us, but people always question sizes and weights and stuff, but I would guarantee that motherfucker was uh, pretty close to 10. It was a huge bass. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't even, I didn't realize there was salmon in Minnesota. Hmm. Lake Superior. Damn. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that guy's getting it, man. And uh, I never was a fisherman. I need to get into it somehow. But, man, that's just something that's never... I'm not like one of those wild uh, hunter fishermen. Have you ever been hunting, like shooting, like deer? Yeah, I, 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 I haven't shot a deer, but I've been hunting. My uncle has a hunting camp, and uh, oh, I, I, do, I, do you like doing that? Is it fun? No, I don't no. think so. No, it, it's too. I'm very, uh, I'm pretty active. Like fishing for me is at least a good opportunity to relax and chill. And like you can go any time of the year and you don't need anything special. You can go rent a boat, go on any lake you want pretty much. Uh, and if you're not doing anything, man, you're drinking beer, you know, smoking, that's your thing, chilling. You can talk to your buddies, cast out lines and you can really relax and get into it. And, uh, I think that's the cool thing about fishing. You can kind of just lay back, but you're still doing something, you know, you're hanging out and fishing. Hunting, no. You got to be extremely still, extremely quiet. You don't want that frou frou ass deer to hear you snap a twig. Then he runs the fuck off, and then you right. waste it all. And it's and it's a cold weather, excuse me, time of year where you're just sitting there freezing your ass off. If you do a tree stand or a hunting, I just I don't get into that. I, I respect it. I respect the hell out of it. I wouldn't mind doing like a big game hunt one day that was a little more active and strenuous. But you know the shit here. Uh, for white-tailed deer, no, I don't see the. Uh, for me, there's no appeal to it. Yeah, I got you. Okay, I know some people love that shit. They love hunting, you know. Yeah, I got a buddy that does. I think we should do a, a fishing trip with the homies one day, one weekend, and uh, maybe go out and, uh, you know, get a boat, chill, and uh, we'll see how it goes. And you know, you might find out you like fishing a lot more than uh, you thought. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I still hunting the pussy, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm only... You got baby, dude. Listen, don't tell her what, what, what she don't know won't hurt again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's already starting. I agree. I agree. Oh, what else we got out there? Let's have some video game news here. The game Minecraft. Now, you got kids. Any of them like this game? Mine? Uh, my kids don't, but my nephew does. He likes that shit. Oh, okay. Well, it seems like it's still the best-selling no, it's not seems like. It is still the best-selling video game of all time. This one's by Zach Zwing. So it looks like Microsoft and Mojang's block-based survival hit continues to dominate nearly 15 years later. Uh, announced during Minecraft... <coughs> announced during Minecraft... Motherfucker! Minecraft Live 2023... Mojang's massively popular survival crafting game has now sold over 300 million copies worldwide since its initial release in 2009. Minecraft Live 2023, the official and annual Minecraft conference run by Microsoft and Mojang, was held on October 15th and featured announcements of new features, updates, and crossover DLC, plus more. During the event, Mojang took a moment to remind folks that Minecraft turns near turns 15 next year. 
After almost 15 years, the blocky survival game has been ported to basically every platform on Earth and has seen numerous spinoffs too. So it's not surprising that Minecraft has sold incredibly well. But Mojang confirmed that it just recently broke a huge milestone. According to Mojang, Minecraft has recently hit the hard-to-fathom number of 300 million copies. Oh, that's a lot of bricks, block, blech, blech. That's a lot of bricks, blocks, and pickaxes. <laughs> Based on what sales data is out there, Minecraft is far and away the best-selling video game of all time. To put that number into perspective, Grand Theft Auto Five has only sold 185 million units since its release in 2012. Mario Kart 8, one of the best-selling Nintendo games ever has sold 63 million across Switch and Wii. So, Minecraft 300 million is very impressive and unlikely to be toppled anytime soon until Minecraft hits 350 million in one day. Blah, blah. I've never played this game in my fucking life. Have you ever played it before? I've seen it played. I, it does not appeal to me whatsoever. I don't know what happened with like games uh, a couple years ago. It seems like they got into that cartoony weird shit. Like we went away from the realism on a lot of games and I, I, it doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. Yeah, I've never played it. I see it and I'm like, I don't get it. But maybe maybe if I played it, but I don't know, man. It seems kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know. I try, I'm not trying. I'm trying not to judge it because I haven't played it. Maybe I'd be one of those nerdos that like gets into it and shit. But I don't know, man. It just seems kind of like, ugh. you know, what I'm saying like, what the yeah, fuck? Oh, I want to play this shit. I'm just not down with it. It doesn't look fun. I watch my nephew play, and I'm like, eh. Just <laughs> <laughs> stay on that fucking thing for like hours, or like, he. You know what? I don't know. Uh, I know we got down for when it first came out, or whenever he first started playing. Man, he was uh, definitely getting down and shit. But. uh God, I, I just, I don't see what he, what the fuck he's even doing on that shit. Building shit or whatever? I don't know. And you got these kids with the Fortnite. They can buy all kind of skins and shit for it. And they play that shit. And, oh, I'm yeah, like, they, and I'm like, it's a little bit more. I could see, like, kids getting into that, I guess. And then the goddamn genius of selling a fucking digital skin. Fuck, I wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> no kid, man. Fucking idea. God damn it. All the, uh... Yeah, all the, all the microtransactions that we talk about, um, they it sucks they learned how to do that with video games. You used to buy the cartridge and you own the game and fuck it, you were having fun with it. And now there's so much. I, I mean, I guess, I guess it's all right. I guess it's like <laughs> you, you're still adding to the game, but uh, and you get updates. So I, I I can see where they're going, but it's. I don't know. Capitalism, man. I love it and I hate it. Yep. Yep. Man. Corporate shit. Good and bad. Well, we got a Seattle woman here. You know, I like, I don't know if this is a world record, but it's a quite big collection. Ooh. She amasses a collection of 5,631 rubber ducks. It looks like this is a world record by Ben Hooper. A Seattle woman with a collection of 5,631 rubber ducks said she originally intended to quit collecting with only seven of the toys. Charlotte Lee, 54, said she bought her first rubber ducks in 1996 to decorate her bathroom. Quote, I thought I would quit after I had seven, but then friends would come over and see them. Lee told uh, Guinness World Records, soon I was getting them as gifts for my birthday, Christmas, whenever, really. End quote. Lee now has 5,631 duckies earning her the Guinness World Record for the largest collection of rubber ducks. She said her collection is still growing, 
quote, I also have a whole army of friends and acquaintances to help me find ducks all over the world, she said. She needs some dick in her life, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree, man. I'd agree. There's a video of this, if you want to see it, of course. She's got like a room, and they're all in these glass cases, so... Rubber ducks. Man. Yeah, not the not the weirdest thing, but I don't know, maybe a bit kooky. It's yeah, it's a little peculiar. Have you seen those Jeep people do that? People that drive the Jeeps around, they like put ducks on each other's Jeeps. Oh yeah, I've seen that, man. What is that? Aren't they like? Uh, aren't they in the fucking th like come like with some in them already or some weird shit? I, I you know what? I think so. That's that's this generation in midlife crisis having dads of ruined jeeps um <laughs> I, I used to like jeeps and i still do if you're actually going to do something with them but it's too much know. money man you gotta like put sink a bunch of money into that shit yeah it's too much money they've always been expensive and now it's it's not it's just a a, a call sign and an attention getter to say i'm having a midlife crisis and this is the route i went and if you're putting the fucking rubber ducks on another man's jeep and shit i'm sorry <laughs> oh man yeah unless you got one of the old like military ones that i think that's cool man but not yeah not these new shits yeah or one that you're actually gonna do something with if you're gonna take it and do jeep shit with it and go off road and stuff man you know what more power to you but i see the dad's you know, and, and they got this one that drives around uh, the city and he always has his like left foot hanging out and he's always got the doors off and shit. And he's got his kids around and stuff. And it's just trying to be the cool dad hauling your kids around. And I almost respect the dads and I would never go either way, but I almost respect the dads that just fucking suck it up and drive the minivan. At least you don't care. Yeah. Um, at least you're being a utilitarian. And uh, you're, you're trying to actually get more room and shit, and you don't give a shit. Uh, you know what? And I can't stand them anymore. I think they're disgusting. But at least you're not a phony. You're a dad, and you just embrace dad life. Dude, if you're the guy with the Jeep, and you're just driving around to swap fucking rubber ducks with uh, Seattle women and the other Jeep owners, dude, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you got to uh, put shit in perspective and... Uh... Yeah, looking. Well, cool. it's just like you're following the trend. You're, that's what's in. So, are you really a Jeep owner, or are you just doing this because it's the thing to do now? I guess that's where I should go. If you're really rocking your Jeep and you're and you're enjoying it, man, to each their own. But if you're doing it just to follow the fad, and you're putting the ducks on each other's shit, man, that's that's lame. I guess I just don't understand the whole Jeep deal, man. First of all, you gotta fucking spend a fuck ton of money on it once you buy it, unless you buy it, you know, fixed up, and then. And then you're going to go with your new Jeep and like running across a bunch of big ass rocks and shit and then have to fix it again. I don't know, man. What the fuck is cool about that? I don't get it. Maybe it's cool to some people, but I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But more power to you if you're out there uh, doing the Jeep thing. We yeah. do have a uh, another... Oh, another world record here in the news. You know, I love these world records. And uh, this one's by Ben Hooper. UAE, which is the United Arab Emirates Island, breaks message in a bottle world record. Sweet. An island in the United Arab Emirates broke a Guinness World Record with a display of 1,100 messages in bottles. Sidiot. 
Island Abdu-Dhabi. Officials say guests at various hotels in Iowa are invited to write messages about their affection for the island, their concept of love, and the notes were put into bottles and arranged on the beach in a form of a phrase, I heart Sadriat Island. The resulting installation was awarded the Guinness World Record for the largest display of messages in bottles. Organizers said the stunt was inspired by the Pont d'Arts oh Bridge in Paris. I've never been to Paris, but whatever. So, yeah, there's a world record for you. I thought this was going to be something different, but it's kind of cool. Whatever. All kind of world records out there. You got messages in a bottle and all that shit. So, I like them. What are they? What a poop. Hey, I don't say that, yeah. Ew, ew. Y'all think shit. <laughs> oh, but uh, I was not gonna do it. No, I'm not gonna do any more news, man. There's really nothing happening. Fuck it. <clears throat> Done with that. Oh, looks like the Cowboys won 20 to 17 over the Chargers. Cowboys now four and two. Chargers two and three. Looks like those picks. We fucked up on those picks. Except for me, y'all. <laughs> we had. What was it? We had Dallas, right? Dallas Wills. Oh, did we have Dallas? We had Dallas. Yeah, eat that, Wills. Oh, shit, motherfuckers. Yeah, and somehow this pulled uh-huh. Dallas's win won me. I am 6 and 0 in fantasy football. I have won by uh-huh. 2.66 points. So, Dallas, thank you for uh, winning. It, uh, your defense didn't do much, but they did enough. Yes. All right. Yeah. There you go, nine. man. I'm the worst team ever, and somehow uh, every week the ragtags upset these motherfuckers. So, well, looks awesome. like we did a good. Uh, we uh, fucking picked a good one there. So, hey, yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and. Uh, oh, we have a uh, a vintage gaming review here. And well, let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So, this is definitely a vintage game here Super Mario World. Man. Now this is, I think this is the first one that was on the um, Super Nintendo, if I'm not mistaken. So, this is actually Super Mario Bros. 4, technically. Um, or as known as in Japan. Super Mario World. Known in Japan as Super Mario World 4. Or Super Mario World, colon, Super Mario Brothers 4. is a platform video game developed by Nintendo, EAD, and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It was released in Japan in 1990, North America in 1991, and Europe and Australia, goodbye Mike, 1992. The player controls Mario on his quest, on his quest to save Princess Peach and the and Dinosaur Land 
from the series antagonist Bowser and the Koopalings. The gameplay is similar to that of early Mario Super Mario games. Players control Mario through a series of levels in which the goal is to reach the goalpost at the end. Nintendo Entertainment announces and development of the game led by director Takashi Tezuka and producer and series creator Shigeru Miyamoto. It is the first Mario game developed for the SNES, I knew it, and was designed to make the most of the console's technical features. The development team had more freedom compared to the series installments for the NES. Yoshi was conceptualized during the development of the NES games, but was not utilized until Super Mario World due to hardware limitations. Super Mario World is often considered one of the best games in the series and cited as one of the greatest video games ever made. It sold more than 20 million copies worldwide, making it the best-selling SNES game. It also led to an animated television series of the same name. The game has been re-released on multiple occasions. It was part of the 1994 compilation Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World for the SNES and was re-released for the Game Boy Advance as Super Mario World Super Mario Advance 2 in 2001 on a virtual console for the Wii, Wii U, and New Nintendo 3DS consoles, and as part of the Super NES Classic Edition. In 2019, it was released for Nintendo Switch Online as part of the Classic Games Service. Now, this is a side-scroller, of course, 2D, in which the player controls Mario or Luigi, the protagonist of the game. It's got similar gameplay to the rest of them, pretty much. Um, man, I, who the hell didn't play this game? Yeah. This is a big one. Amazing game. Really good game. And, it, and was it, you may have said it, and I may have missed it. It was prepackaged with a lot of the Nintendos. Was it not the Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, with a, like, a console release. Yeah, I had, uh, when I got my first Super Nintendo, uh, early mid-90s, mine was packaged with a Link to the Past, and I love that game, one of my favorite games, but at the time, I was hoping it was going to be packaged with this game, because my friend had it and loved Super Mario World. Great game, outstanding. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, they had, they had really good marketing with Nintendo, man. They, they knew that, uh... It would be a hit from hell. And I think I might be wrong. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to look at this drop here. November, Japan. Okay. And it didn't it didn't coincide with the holiday season, which um in North America anyway. But man, I thought it did. <laughs> and it probably it probably did that next year, but that that is a fucking genius move, man. Oh yeah. Especially coinciding with the holidays, because you know. You're gonna fucking buy that. And it's got that package with it. SNES, man. So, God, the 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 good old days, man. When you got the uh, the Sears Christmas catalog came to you, and they had the video game section, and it would show you like the SNES, and comes with Super Mario World, shit like that. Dude, take me back. Take me back to those early nineties. Hell yeah! Then you had the the magazine coverage and. Uh, and everything because it was before the internet and so you get the magazines and look at those and then you know gaming guides and everything and man such a different video game world man it's like we didn't have the spoilers you had spoilers but i mean they were hard to get like you just couldn't get on the internet like 
if you're going to get a spoiler, it's like a game guide that costs like 20 bucks. You didn't have money for it. And then, you know, uh, fuck that. So you had to fuck actually beat the damn thing yourself most of the time. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a, uh, yeah, we would get magazines. My brother and I would always go get a magazine every Monday. My mom would do her grocery shopping every Monday. And as soon as she went into the store, uh, we would run to the magazine section and read through what we could because we knew we were only going to leave at one. But if we were playing a certain game, we were trying to creep through EGM or Nintendo Power or whatever other magazines were out at the time. And I remember one time when Mortal Kombat came out, we went down there. They had a move list in one of the guides. And it was like a ten dollar guide, and I knew my mom wasn't gonna get it. So my ass actually brought in a piece of paper and a pen in my pocket. And when she went to the, I went over there and started writing down all the damn moves that I could. Uh, Taking them home, you had to get creative like that back in the day. Like you said, you didn't have an internet to go home and consult. I thought you were gonna say you ripped that shit out of the magazine. <laughs> oh god, fuck, dude! I'd have just ripped that shit out of there. I should have done that. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking moves, man. You making efficient moves. I'm over here making it harder on myself. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have just ripped that fucking shit out of the damn magazine and folded it up. But fuck it, man. Hey, do what you got to do, man. Shit, dude. I mean, yeah, back in the day, man, such a different time um, as far as that shit and then getting codes. And then you had the Game Genie, which uh, on other games would uh, propel you to the heights of beating the hell out of those games or you know, he had these cheats that would give you and shit um so that was also a fucking cool thing um that was back in the day but as yeah. far as the plot of this game goes it was detailed in the instruction booklet after bringing peace to the mushroom world in super mario brothers 3 the brothers marshall and luigi decided to go on vacation with princess toadstool man why if they fucked her a lot to a place called <laughs> dinosaur land a prehistoric themed world swarming with dinosaurs and other enemies. While resting on the beach, Princess Toadstool is captured by Bowser. When Mario and Louis well, when Mario and Luigi wake up, they try to find her, and after hours of searching, they come across a giant egg in the forest. It suddenly hatches, and out of it comes a young dinosaur named Yoshi. <laughs> His dinosaur friends have also been imprisoned in eggs by Bowser's kids, the evil Koopalings. Mario and Luigi soon realize that Bowser's forces must have captured Toadstool as well. Mario and Luigi set out to save Toadstool and Yoshi's dinosaur friends, traversing through dinosaur land for Bowser and his Koopalings. To aid him, Yoshi gives Mario a cape as they begin their journey. Mario and Luigi continue to follow Bowser, defeating the Koopalings in the process, and save Yoshi, Yoshi's Yoshi friends. They eventually arrive at Bowser's castle where they fight him in a final battle. They send Bowser flying into the sky and save Princess Toadstool, soaring peace to Dinosaur Land. Um, now, I did replay this one just to let you guys know. It's got the classic shit, the classic joint on the Nintendo Switch classic games, which is a great feature. If you have a Switch, go out there and fuck with it. I'd highly recommend especially if you're a retro gamer like we are here. And so I know I didn't go through the whole thing again because... Yeah, I just didn't, but, you know, um, it's still got a good replay value. I go back and fuck with it, right? So I just wanted to um, get back on it, and it's still fun, actually. It's one of the games that kind of still holds up to me. It might be because of my previous, um, you know, experience with it, but still a very solid game, man. Um, 
very solid, very solid, still fun. And it's, I think it's one that you can still get into if you, you know, you can still get into some of these games, man, you know, when you play some of these games later on in life, you know, it's like, what the fuck was I thinking? This game wasn't, (laughs) this game wasn't fun. What the fuck is totally like, you know, juvenile, but not really with this. Cause man, I don't know. It's like, uh, Super Mario just has that kind of acceptance and, uh, yeah, it's just good feelings, man. They make movies about this fucking video game or movies that have this game. It's just so ingrained. And uh, it's also a good game. It's not like it's a shit game. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a rating right now, folks. <laughs> give it a four out of five, man. So, yeah. One of the best ratings here on a show. And, man, do I have to tell you to go and check it out if you haven't already in your fucking childhood? Come on. Go play it again. Go beat it again. Go Go save Princess Toadstool, whatever. Yeah. She's definitely. always getting fucked up. Yeah, she's getting fucked up. Mario and Luigi spit roasted her once. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, definitely, definitely go check that out, folks, man. Good game. Good shit. Retro shit. Hey, you can't, you can't lose with Super Mario World. Yeah, the, the the Mario World, the Mario games. Even uh, I play them on the classic. We talk about it a pretty good bit, but man, uh, they, they are just amazing how replayable all of them are. From the original, uh, even the weird number two, uh, three. I actually uh, fucked with it this weekend. Yeah, I thought it was cool, different little vibe. Um, and then Super Mario World. I mean, they they really have. Uh, insanely good replay value i mean 30 years later it is crazy how good uh they they've been and even i guess the original mario has got to be close to 40 so um yeah i love this game good game good review uh and, and i agree with your assessment with the farts <laughs> do your kids ever get down on any of the mario shit or are they more on the new games they're more in the new games. Uh, you know, obviously my youngest doesn't really play too much. Uh, she'll she'll watch me play, but um, my older one, man, I've tried to get her on the Nintendo, and uh, she she'll play with it and kind of stuff, but she she don't really have any interest in it. She likes new shit like Roblox and stuff like that, which is kind of a weird Minecraft thing. So I don't like that shit. Oh, okay, but she's into like video games and stuff. Yeah, she. I mean, mostly computer games. Because, uh, I mean, we've got a couple of consoles in here. I need some newer shit. But I got the 360, I got the uh, Xbox One, and I got the old Nintendo. And I uh, got a pretty good amount of games. And tell her, man, go in there and get down with shit, man. She don't even give a shit. Now, are you, now, I know we talked about this. I don't know if we decided. NCAA, when it drops, are you going with the Xbox or the PS5? I will probably go with the Xbox just because I've already got two prior Xbox units. Uh, units is that what you call them uh consoles uh, yeah and I've, i feel like I, I have a pretty good game li- library so if they're if you can play them on the updated console and also if and i'm assuming with xbox usually they may they may not um you can use the controllers and shit like that still i'd probably get you know it just makes it easier to stick with uh, what you already have yeah i got you but I like the PlayStation. I, it's weird, man. It's kind of like the phone thing. I grew up a PlayStation guy and then uh, somehow started with Xbox and uh, I just stuck with it. It just makes it easier. But um, I did see some news on that. No news is good news. And the only news that I saw was that the launch date for NCAA 2024 still is the same. No pushback. <clears throat> it's summer, right? 
Yeah, summer and uh, well, they I guess there's there's been people that have been seeing uh, the EA at different stadiums and getting pictures and things like that. So um, they're they're actively working on it. We know that uh, just what they're working on. It looks like mostly scoping out stadiums. Uh, they they've sent the programs that are involved in the game. Uh, like a inventory list, like what songs do you want, your mascot, and kind of the rundown. I guess there's a, God, man, what if you work for a Alabama or a cool university and you got to pick all the shit out for their video game representation? That'd be a pretty cool position. Uh, but yeah, that's what they're, you know, sending in their mascots, what songs, how they want to do it, um, you know, what touchdown music they play. So I think that's pretty cool. I really do. Hell yeah, man. I uh, see one of our guys here. Uh, uh, dexterity victor uh i'd go with the ps5 as probably well as you know, as well i don't know i'd go with the ps5 probably i'm trying to decide i guess i'm gonna have to go with a fucking next gen system because um by the time this comes out I, i'm pretty sure my pc is gonna be you know it's gonna be slow on it you know what i mean yeah i think i'm gonna have to get a fucking next gen like console man wouldn't be bad for us to each have a different one though, because we could bust out a, a oh, yeah. good review if you like the and I, and I love PS man, I really do. I don't I don't have a I don't have a uh, lean one way or the other. It's just more for practicality. But I think the PlayStation's really good. Shout out Dexterity Victor. Yeah, uh, he said something about those Need for Speed games. Those are fun too. Wasn't there one where like the cops chase you? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't played any of those Need for Speed games in a while, man. That goes back a while, man. Wow, that's some old school shit. That was good. They keep making them so. Yeah, man, there's a guy. I need to get down on some more video games and shit. Um, we, we've talked about a lot of the ones, like uh, Skyrim was a great game that I really loved. I think that's a, a cool RPG. I, I don't really get invested in a game. Um, I'm, I'm mostly sports game, but when I can find one that I really love or some throwback games, man, I could spend a weekend getting down shit. Red Dead Redemption 2, obviously, is a great game, but God, and that's my problem. If I get involved with one that I really like and it, it's one of those that's like a 50 hour game to finish or whatever the fuck they how many hours you can put into them i see people on reddit saying like they got like a thousand hours in the games and shit i'm like god damn do you not have shit to do hello <laughs> that is ugly red <laughs> dead redemption you know that just came out the first one for the switch back yeah. on the 13th well i think it's packaged with another game some undead shit oh that's a good that's a pretty fun little uh add-on yeah pretty yeah cool. I know you're a big fan of the of the Red Dead uh, Red Dead uh, or the Red Dead Redemption series there, man. So um, I might have to get down on that, man. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, you mean you'd like it? I mean, it's especially the first one is uh, definitely not as in depth and thorough as number two. Uh, I, I, number two is a phenomenal game, but one is just as good. Um, it, it it stands on its own two feet for sure. It's definitely a good introduction to uh, the Red Dead world. Um, I, I love the Old West. I think it's cool to see a game modeled after that. And it was probably one of the first games that I played that was online, where you could you know meet your buddies online. I know people do it like now, but this is like 2010 when I bought it, and you <laughs> still wagons together and rob people and shit. And the Old West still trains and shit. Hell yeah, dude. And what is there? Is there only two of them, or is there three of them? Uh, there's two, Red Dead Redemption. Now, there's technically Red Dead Revolver, which is an older game, but it's not canon to uh, the current events, or at least not... It doesn't really fit the narrative into them. 
Um, so yeah, Red Dead Redemption and then Red Dead 2. Um, and that Undead Nightmare is cool. It's like a zombie breakout. So it's a cool little, I actually wished it was longer. It's uh, uh, pretty decent, but it's not, I, it was so fun to actually kind of throw the zombies in the mix on that. So yeah, if you get a chance to check that out, definitely recommend that. Yeah, I might do that. I might, uh, might check that out this weekend. <clears throat> so that'd be cool. That'd be cool, man. Oh, yeah. Man, we need to get into our picks. Oh, baby. So it looks like, um, man, what's up on, uh, let's go to the college first. Let's see how we broke them down last week. Grant Mills, uh, Grant Mills in college, you were four for eight last week. I was five for eight. And Wiss was also five for eight. So Wiss had some good picks. He had the Washington over Oregon, which that was a hell of a game. But you know, great game, man. Great game on that. We had North Kakalaki upsetting Miami and a good game there. So not as, not as great on the college, but you shined in NFL picks. Grant Mills, 11 for 15. How'd you do that? Whoa. That was a uh, best picks all season. I was one behind you, 10 for 15 with doing what he does best, six for 15 in NFL. Oh, picks. man. <laughs> Didn't do too good this time, did you? Oh, that's what it was. Is that what it was? Well, hey, 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 what slate we got? What NC double games we got going on this? Uh, man, I've already picked out eight of them for us. This is a, a big bye week for a lot of teams, but the, as always, I'm still picking out the best games, and we're going to start off with the best of the week, in my opinion. Number seven, Penn State. Versus number three, Ohio State. Grant Mills, who you got? The Ohio State University. I am going to be stupid. I'm going to say Penn State upsets them. What? I know. It might happen, though. You never know with this crazy. Penn State's looking good. Ohio State, they're pretty solid. But I need an upset. I'm pulling for the Nittany Lions, and I never thought I would do that. Wiss, who you got? And I shouldn't even have to ask. I figured as much. Next game. This is a great one. This is our game. Buck Tennessee, number 17, Tennessee Volunteers at Alabama, Crimson Tide. Man, Man you know it's Bama. You almost put Bama all the way around. Uh, well, Bama, Bama. I knew it. Bama all the way around, roll tide. This is a good game. Number 16, Duke. Number 16, Duke. How weird does that sound? Versus number four, Florida State, which is surprising to me. They're number four. Grant Mills, who you got? What, what was it again? Florida State and who? Uh, Duke. Duke at Florida State. Ooh. I'm going to go Florida State. Yeah, I'm going to go Seminoles, but I'm still surprised that Duke is number 16 and uh, been in the top 25 most of the season. So, Wiz, who you got? Well, my girlfriend's got a big Duke, so I'm going Duke, yeah. Good analysis. Perfect. Good, good enough. Good enough. Yeah. I think this is a good game, too. Number 14, Utah versus 18, USC. Uh, I'm going Utah, man. USC ain't got no defense. Yeah, they don't, man. And how the mighty have fallen. I thought they were going to be exposed. Uh, yeah, they got exposed quick. I, I like the, the Utes on this one. Wiz, who you like? Southern Cal, y'all. I think they're going to fucking come beat. Caleb Williams good quarterback, so... He can't do it all on his own, though. South Kakalaki versus number 20, Mizzou. Who you got, Grant? Mm. 
Ooh, this this might be one of those sneaky good games. I think it I think it really could be. Damn. Man, this is kind of a hard one to pick. I'm gonna go Mizzou on this one. Something just tells me Mizzou. What do you what are you thinking? I think Mizzou too, and my my biggest uh, they're at home. They're riding the momentum. I think they're going to stay strong. They got Georgia in a couple of weeks, and I, I think they kind of control their own destiny here. Um, yeah, I, I think Mizzou. Uh, I think they're going to impress everybody, and it's weird to say that, but I mean they they still got a shot to win the East. Uh-huh. Um, God, that's so weird saying that. Kentucky been good. Duke's in the top twenty five. Mizzou's a contender. Wes, who you? You got South Kakalaki or Mizzou? I'm going with the Cox, yeah. yeah Dukes and Cox, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, really a good game, but two teams, how the mighty have fallen. Clemson at Miami. Hurricanes. Oh, I'm on Clemson. Ugh. Cellar dwellers here. Uh, Clemson's a good pick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Miami. Yeah, Yeah, they've been terrible, but both teams haven't been really that good. It's a good game. Another one that's uh, California 25, UCLA at Stanford. Damn. I'm going UCLA. All right, I'm going to go Stanford on this one. They've been kind of mm, back and forth, but hard to tell. Weird, weird, weird top 10. All right, Wes, who you got? UCLA or Stanford? I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grant, I already asked you. This is Wes. Oh, sorry, man. I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go. God damn it. Uh, like crying over here. I got something in my eye, I think. Um, all right, last one of our eight pickums. This is another SEC battle. Man, this is to me the best two teams that have the worst records. Uh, Mississippi State at Arkansas. And like I said, I kind of feel for Arkansas. They've had a good season. And Mississippi State's played pretty strong, too. So Mississippi State at Arkansas. Who do you have, Grant Mills? I'm going to go uh, Arkansas on this one. I think they're going to bounce back. I agree. I got the hogs on that one at Arkansas. Wes, who you got? More cowbell, yeah. More cowbell. Gotcha. All righty. All right, Grant Mills, we got them picked here. Uh, You got our NFL picks, and I'll write them down. All right, NFL picks. Mm -hmm. We're uh, we're in week seven, everyone. God damn. Yeah, man, it's going by fast already, damn it. I hate how fast it goes, man. Me too, every year. Fuck. So let's go ahead and start with the Thursday matchup. That is Jacksonville at New Orleans. What are you thinking, Wiggy? I got Jayville. Yeah, I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going to go And now for the Sunday slate. Oh, man. Las Vegas at Chicago. Hmm. I'm going to go Vegas. Shitty teams there. Yeah, I'm going to go Vegas. I'm going Vegas, too. I like Justin Fields' hair, y'all. I'm going to go Chicago. All right. All righty. 
Uh, now we got Cleveland at Indianapolis. Uh, oh, Wiss picked Cleveland, and fucking that was a good pick last week, though. Yeah, good pick. Uh, what do you think? I'm, I'm going to go Cleveland this week, hell. I think I'm going to go Cleveland as well, man. Come on, you know I'm going with the home team. Cleveland, now, baby. I don't, think, uh, I don't think Watson's starting this. He's still out, right? I think so. Okay. Next one we got is Buffalo at New England. What did it? Uh, Buffalo. New England's booty as fuck. Yeah. Go on Buffalo as well. Go on Buffalo, yeah. And we got Washington at New York Giants. Ugh, God. Um, Giants are fucking awful, so Washington. I'm going to go Washington as well. New York City, yeah. And we, uh, <laughs> and we got Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Uh, ATL. ATL, shawty. I'm going to go Tampa Bay on this one. Uh, you know I'm going ATL, yeah. Magic City, yeah. That's where I go look at the strippers here. I'm out got some bands, yeah. Man, shut your ass up. Let's go ahead and do Detroit at Baltimore. Lions have looked really good, uh, surprisingly. Let's go Lions. I'm going Detroit as well, Wiss. Hey, hey, Baltimore, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one is your Pittsburgh Steelers at Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, you know what? I feel like I got to pick the Steelers, my uh, my my new team. I'm, I'm really getting invested in them. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to rock with Pittsburgh. You know, I think they're gonna fucking win too. I'm I like it. Hello, LA, y'all. Los Angeles Rams. Arizona at Seattle. I'm gonna go Seattle. Oh yeah, Arizona's just—they're in a funk, man. I'm going to Seattle. Yeah, they boogus. I'm gonna take both of you. I'm going Arizona. I think they're gonna come beat. You and LD. LD. Green Bay at Denver. Oh, man. Denver disappointed my ass because I, I got Jerry, Judy, and Russell Wilson. They, They're horrible. Yeah, Green Bay ain't much better, but a little bit. So I'll go Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay. I'm going Denver, yeah. My high city. And we got uh, next game, Los Angeles Chargers at Kansas City. KC. KC, man. Ain't no Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, yeah. Casey. Um, uh, next game, my oh, this might be a this might be a good one here. Miami at Philadelphia got a lot of Bama boys on both of these squads. What do you think? Uh, that's a damn good one. Only one loss uh, on each team. Five. Whew, man, Miami's playing hot though, man. I think two is finding his rhythm, so I'm gonna go Miami on that. I'm going Philly on this one. I think they're gonna bounce back from that loss. All uh, right, I like it. Good game. You know I'm going MIA. Alrighty, and for the Monday game, we got San Fran at Minnesota. I think San Fran bounces back to San Fran. Uh, yeah, San Fran for me. You know I'm going San Francisco, yeah. I bet. <laughs> All right. Those are the NFL picks. Uh, oh, baby. Oh, baby, baby. Baby, baby. Yeah, that's MIA uh, Philly game. I'm going to have to watch that, man. That's going to be a good uh, good battle. That's the one thing with NFL. Everybody's like kind of mid-grade, you know, like four and two or three and three, and you don't know where they're good. Man, two 
teams that are five and one apiece, shit, sign me up. Yeah, man. For Former sure. Bama QBs too, so shit. I think that'll be a, a hell of a game. That should be a great, great game, man. Great game. I'm definitely gonna tune in on that one, my friend. Man, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's, up? what's going on, man? No, this is. Do you gotta go anywhere? Did you already tell me this? <laughs> uh, you know what? We always did, but it's it's always good to recap. Uh, yeah, I think Wednesday I'm gonna be out for a little bit. That'll be the only day. Friday, obviously, gonna get my elbow touched up a little bit. I don't think that'll keep me out too bad. So I don't think it'll affect anything. Uh, we'll see. This kind of came as a surprise and kind of need to do it now before it gets worse. So, uh, yeah, it'd probably be some rest and recovery. I'll probably have a big ass slinging shit for the next, uh, few months, but, uh, you know what? Let's get healthy, stay healthy. And, uh, but beyond that, yeah, uh, just Wednesday for work and then, uh, Friday chilling. I like your boys need a quarter round for that dose for ya. Shit, you know I will. Hell yeah, for your pain uh, medication. I guess they'll give you something, though, too. Yeah, they already kind of outlined that shit, and they said I'll need it, so we'll see. Um, I might need that motherfucking sheet. (laughs) Hell yeah, I'll start up the cutty. So, yeah, so with all this going on, who's doing meal prep then? You got that shit sorted out, you're just playing it by ear. Yeah, probably playing it by ear. We didn't get too much this week. I got me a little bit of pasta made, a little bit of grilled chicken, uh, cut up some beef for some beef and rice. I always like the beef and rice, man. That goes well together. And uh, kept it pretty gravy? Do you make your own great, like brown gravy or anything? I've never made my own. I've always used like the uh, that shit packets. from the... Yeah, we've used packets and I've used the shit from the jar. I need a... Uh... What the hell was it called? I can't even remember. But yeah, I, I need to actually try to make some, man. I, I would I would love to get down on that again. I love some good brown gravy, man. Yeah, yeah I, I do think too, I need man. to do that and uh, uh, a nice homemade ranch as well. Oh, man. Yeah, we need a, we need a, a full extra episode for our loyal listeners. Uh, just the cooking episode. But yeah, man, beef tips, rice, and gravy. Oh, I love that shit. This time of year too, with the weather being cool, that's a good comfort food. Oh yeah, I like all kind of gravy. I like the white gravy, brown gravy. I bet you like that white gravy, Fig. <laughs> you, you always talk so much shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Man, go fucking holler, baby, bitch. Holler, uh, I knew it. He loves baby. So you got any final thoughts, quotations, any kind of shit like that? We get up out of here today. Oh, you know what? I left it. I left it. I left it. Where did I do with it? I had it written down and I don't have anything. But I tell you what, I'll just uh, thank you guys always tuning in for us. I'm going to steal your line, Grant Mills. Check out the old episodes at Spooky Season. Any suggestions, hit up Grant Mills. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. Oh, yeah. Next Monday, baby. Here, 930 in the dirty Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a spooky story or something uh in October, one of these episodes. And Ooh. yeah. And um yo, um what the fuck was I gonna say? Uh man, I you got a bitch headbird quote? I do have a quote, it's not a headbird quote, but I do wanna say I hope all you guys have a great week. This whole week. Um man, we we still we're going on 
we got football like almost every day until a certain point. I forgot what it was. A few days ago, Cole Kubik said it was 48 days of straight football, but that was like a week ago. So I'm not sure how many straight days we got, but enjoy that, man. Peep the football. I'm a football fool. I'll be watching. Uh, like I said, check out the old episodes. Like my homie said, be back here with us Monday, 930. Uh, and yeah, I do have a quotation. Let's go ahead and get into it. This is from my boy, Stephen. Oh, who is this? Let me. Yeah. No, that's not right. Okay, here we go. The early bird might get the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. Stephen Wright. Mm. So everybody have a great weekend, you motherfuckers. And, uh, oh, yeah. Rowdy.